This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, Ohio State fans. Dave Biddle, Patrick Murphy here from 24-7 Sports and Buckcuts.com. After a very interesting press conference with Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith, he spoke with us for nearly an hour. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I guess let's begin, Patrick, with his thoughts on name, image, and likeness. Um, I asked him uh, just, you know, his general thoughts on it. And if he thinks specifically that there should be regulations regarding name, image, and likeness. Right now, it's kind of the Wild West. And... He said, yes, he does think there should be regulations. And he made an interesting comment. I didn't see this coming. He said there, he absolutely thinks there should be some type of regulations. He agrees it's the Wild West. But he says he doesn't think the regulations should come from the NCAA. He yeah. thinks there should be federal regulations. This should come from Congress. I found that very interesting. But um, bottom line is he thinks there should be regulations. And we've got it to you know, get out of I know it's brand new still, kind of. I don't know, brand new. It's still new. We're still trying to figure out our way. But um, clearly, he's got a lot of power. And he's a guy that thinks there should be some regulations. I have to think that's going to be coming down the pike at some point. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole situation, I mean, we've seen it over the last year plus. He was asked specifically about recruiting and Ohio State kind of being behind the eight ball in terms of uh, the way that it was used. He said that he agreed. He thought Ohio State was was a little behind with, with the way some other schools, not the schools themselves, but boosters or, or different organizations have used the, the NHL benefits to to help that program uh, or different programs land top recruits. And, and that's been a, a big topic this past recruiting class, something I don't think a lot of people thought was going to be a major issue with the NIL. And you know, he was asked directly about it, said he thought that was an issue. But yeah, it is interesting regulating it on a federal level. You know, that takes the NCAA out of out of the picture. It, it makes makes it a national thing right now. Different states have different rules. So so while the schools themselves can't be involved, some states can handle things differently. You know, Ohio is different than Texas, which may be different than Alabama. And, and so that's where I think the federal level from his perspective really comes into play and tries to like even the playing field for everybody in terms of what you can do, what you can't do. I think it's tough, though, to, to find you know, time on a federal level for this to be done. I know that it has been um, politicized to some degree. But you know that, that that's probably not the first thing many people in Congress are thinking of when when going to work every day. It's like uh, Ukraine, Russia, and then like NIL. Like, like, come on, guys, get your priorities going. Let's get with the NIL stuff. Right. Forget about this Ukraine, Russia stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, to be clear, Gene Smith is a fan of NIL. He's yeah. glad that they have NIL. He just thinks it should be regulated. And he he, said, he was talking about some of the football players that he's happy for that are on full ride, like Travion Henderson. But he was seemed really happy about some of the you know uh, non revenue sports that there are some athletes here at Ohio State that may be getting 
30% scholarships that now are getting making all this money on on YouTube and TikTok, and they can more than pay for their tuition. They might, might be making up to $200,000 a year on YouTube and TikTok. So that stuff is really cool. Um, another thing I asked him was about Big Ten divisions. Is, is he happy with the status quo with football, with it, it being uh, the East and West? Or does he think, you know, there's been some talk, get rid of divisions, just go one through 14, and then the two best teams play each other in the Big Ten championship game. It could be a rematch. But you could have a rematch in today's game. I and mean, there could be a rematch this year with Ohio State and Wisconsin, theoretically, right. because of the crossover games. So um, he kind of went a little back and forth. It seems like he would be okay with getting rid of divisions. He would just need to see the plan. Yeah, I, that's kind of the way I took it. And, and he even seemed okay with potentially getting rid of the conference championship game as long as that doesn't yeah. impact the college football playoff and, and teams being able to get into that in the Big Ten. The division thing's interesting because it, at one point that was the thing, right? You, you needed divisions because you, if you wanted a conference championship and that was how you were going to be able to get into the playoff. And, and now the Big 12 doesn't do it and they've still had teams make the college football playoff. Um, there's talks about whether you should play eight or nine games and not having a conference championship game, not having divisions might make that a little bit easier. You know, So th- there's been conversations among the Big Ten athletic directors in terms of what to do, and, and there isn't any talk about reshuffling of divisions. It's either do we keep divisions or do we get rid of them? And that's been a conversation among, among athletic directors and something that I think they'll continue to talk about here in the near future. Um, you know, it, We could see a definite change of the landscape with the Big Ten if, if they go back to – the, the straight up, you know, eight, nine games against whichever teams instead of having to play your your conference your, or your divisional opponents each year. By the way, like we're going to have the full one hour. In fact, it's already on YouTube. You can get on our YouTube page or Bucknuts 247 YouTube page. The full hour of Gene Smith's press conference is on there. So make sure after you watch us, of course, that you watch the Gene Smith uh, press conference. We'll also post that to Bucknuts, but Patrick has already posted that two-hour YouTube page. Um, man, where else do we go from here? So he was asked about Ryan Day. You know, are you going to – have there been talks about a contract extension? And he said – no, but that he, 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 I loved his candor today. I love, I love Jim, Gene Smith's candor today. Yeah, he said, no, we haven't talked about it. But he basically said, we've got a tight relationship. You know, it's coming. He basically said, yeah, it's coming. It's That'll get done. He's not worried about it. Like, he knows Day is happy. He makes it clear that he's thrilled about Ryan Day. So if you're wondering, um, you know, Ryan Day still has a few years left on his contract. But um, that will get done. They will take care of Ryan Day. And Ryan Day is very happy. Him, he and his family are very happy here in Columbus. For everything Patrick and I have heard, um, Ryan's son, RJ, and from everything that I've heard, I think heard the same thing. There is no way Ryan Day is going to move before, at least before RJ is done with high school here in Columbus. He's a really good quarterback. Imagine that. Imagine Ryan Day's son being good at quarterback, right? Um, and he's just going to be entering ninth grade next year. And um, really good at baseball, too. So from what I'm hearing, Ryan Day is, is not, you know, has no interest in going anywhere. So don't worry about that. Same thing with Chris Holtman. So that and he said the same thing. Chris Holtman has three years after this one, but Gene Smith is thrilled with the job Chris Holtman's doing with the basketball program. So he said that's another contract extension that he feels like uh, will get done. Yeah. Trainer, obviously with what he's done. Yes, coming off here where you didn't make the college football playoff, you did not beat Michigan, but he's he's had them in the national championship or the college football playoff. He's been to a national championship game, so he's he's clearly set up for success at Ohio State. There were obviously the rumors about NFL and the Chicago Bears and things like that. Gene Smith said those were just rumors. Uh, and as Dave pointed out, Ryan Day is very happy here at Ohio State. I think it's interesting in that talk. 
you look at the top paid coaches in college football versus the top paid coaches in the NFL. I mean, there are some coaches making more than the seven, whatever Ryan Day is making right now in the NFL, but there aren't many. I mean, we're talking Bill Belichick, you know, some of the, some of the best names, the guys that have proven it at that level. Cause the job's harder. Yeah. You don't have to recruit in the NFL. Yeah. And yeah. so he's able to make, He's not even the highest paid. He's, I think, third in the Big Ten right now, which is why, also why this has come up, because right. coaches like um, Mel, Tucker. Mel Tucker and James Franklin have gotten raises. And and that that created the conversation about, all right, well, if you want to keep Brian Day happy, you, you need to you need to give him a new deal. Um, Gene Smith is, is not worried that they're going to lose him because of that type of thing. They're not worried about losing him to the NFL. Obviously, you've seen the NFL positions fill up. I think almost all of them are, are taken up now. So not a worry there. And, and with Chris Holtman, obviously he hasn't had the same success in terms of getting, you know, deep into the NCAA tournament. He hasn't won a Big Ten regular season or tournament championship, um, though they came very close last year in overtime against Illinois, but then lost to Oral Roberts in the first round. So yeah. you got kind of both there. But Gene Smith pointed out the the way that Chris Holtman teaches players. He specifically referenced last night's game against Minnesota where they were facing a zone they didn't expect, fixed it at halftime, won by 25 points after being down by two. He also talked about the fact that Chris Holtman's recruiting at, at a pretty high level right now, and you're going to start to see that with the Buckeyes' next class. Um, even the freshman that came in, Malachi Branham, obviously being the most obvious example, but Michi Johnson, some of the guys that, that are young on this team right now, the recruiting is really starting to pick up for Ohio State after a few years, and, and those are the two things he really pointed to and why he believes in Chris Holtman and why some another deal did get done. Ohio State's outstanding softball team is getting ready to practice here. So I feel like we need to, to wrap this up pretty soon before, uh, you know, I feel like we're invading their space here. Um, anything else you want to say before we wrap up, Patrick? Well, I think one of the big things that kind of took off on social media, if you were on there while we were at the press conference, was Gene Smith saying that he thinks if the college football playoff does expand, which he believes it will, he specifically said 12 teams, yeah. that if it does expand and they do decide to do home games for, for the early rounds, he doesn't believe the Northern teams should play at their home stadiums. He would be in favor of, and this is just his opinion. This isn't uh, a fact, and this is an, an alternative. It doesn't have to be, but he suggested for Big Ten teams playing in Indianapolis, playing, at, what, what did he keep calling Lucas Oil Stadium? He kept calling it the Hoosier, the Dome. Hoosier Dome. which does not <laughs> long exist anymore. And Tim May, uh, the veteran that he is, pointed out that that, that is no longer the name of the, the right. stadium there. But the, the They the, blew that thinks, place up a long time ago. Right. He thinks from a competitive standpoint that playing at Ohio Stadium, but I think even more so a place like Madison, Wisconsin, where it's even colder in, in December, um, could be a detriment to to the play on the field. Um, you know, obviously the hard fields. Now we were just talking with another writer in there. You know, obviously they do this in the NFL, right? You just saw Green Bay. You saw in Cincinnati they're playing games in December, um, January, January, with no trouble, right? So. Yeah. I think you'd have to winterize these stadiums if you're going to do this. Um, I believe that the home field advantage is, is a bigger deal than having to play in the cold for me. It'd be like playing in the Super Bowl and being on your home field, you know? Right. Yeah. What, what would that be like? Um, Still bitter about that. Yes, but I'm not. But uh, not. Rams fan here. Bengal fan here. But the uh, it is interesting. And, and for Gene Smith to come out and say that, I saw a lot of people on social media who did not understand why – you know, I think Ohio State, you could get used to, you could get get it right. You could, they're, you know, changing the turf this offseason. You could heat that field. You could have it here. And, and December tends to be fairly mild anyway. But I do think, you know, you go up to Michigan. We drove home from Ann Arbor this past year in, in a blizzard. 
that, that was miserable. Um, that could be a, a factor. But I also think that's advantage to the teams that play in that, you know. There was, there was no problem end of November, even last year, with the way the season was pushed back. There were some games that, that went into December. You know, I disagree with Jaden Smith a little bit on that, but he did put out that out there. So it would be interesting to see kind of what reception that gets if and when the college football playoff expands and they want to do home games. I think we've intruded on the Ohio State softball team long enough here. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if you missed it, you can go back and watch the entire video with Patrick and myself. And again, get on our YouTube page, get on Bucknuts, watch the full hour video interview with Good Gene stuff. Smith. I mean, really fantastic stuff. stuff. And like I said, his, his candor throughout was, was was impressive. And he's just impressive, period. So uh, make sure you guys watch that. You'll, you'll really get a kick out of that. You really will enjoy that. Thanks again for joining us. I'm Dave Biddle. He's Patrick Murphy. We're from 24-7 Sports and Bucknuts. Thanks again. CBS Friday, TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.